It's Kayla got the 411. I'm here for another What's Your Story episode. This is a special one because I have Haley. Hold on. I, I, I messed up Khalil. your name. Hold on. Khalil. Khalil. Brown. Yeah, facts, facts. But everybody okay, coming so to K Brown as CEO for a lot of reasons. We're going to get into that in the interview. You feel me? Yes. I was actually, you know, on your show. We did an Instagram live and we clicked, and your story was so inspirational. So, of course, I had to have you on this segment. So, this segment is for entrepreneurs, creators, people in the industry, or just people who have businesses who have a story. I believe that you need to tell your own story and not wait till you did and have somebody else tell you a story. We see that a lot often now. Like, have you watched that movie on Netflix with Marilyn LaRoe? Well, who? Um, Marilyn LaRoe. No, I didn't get to see it. Now you can put something on my watch list now. You know, I haven't even watched it just based off of, you know, the disrespect that they always have for people who, you know, come and then they go and all of a sudden all these people are telling their stories. So go ahead and give us a little introduction on who you are before we really get into your story. Because we're going to go off. Yeah, because yeah, I got a lot of, I got a, I wear a lot of hats. So it's going, like, I don't like, okay, so uh, I'm on a cover of a magazine, Movie Speaks, issue March 2021. I'm in Kush moving the movie. You know what I'm saying? I'm a stripper guy from the West Side. I used to like provide strip clubs with the strippers since I was 16. You know what I'm saying? Then then we yeah. had the exotic beauties modeling where we used to put the girls in the videos to take the girls out of the strip clubs and not just so they're not just dancing. We used to get them another bag doing stuff like that too. So oh, doing what? Okay, so most most strippers only get money in the strip club, but our girls we attracted more people because we had the modeling agency too with the rappers. So we not only got them a bag dancing, we got them a bag of music videos and even Logos Academy, a private school, used our girls to bring their trophies up. Okay, that's dope. Okay, I, I want you to clarify that because, you know, sometimes I feel like a lot of these agencies have really got a bad name for themselves. Because, because they, they don't, because they can't, they, because it's a thin line between uh, agency and pimping. It's a real thin line, and it's all about being a business, and not too many dudes are built like me. That's money first. That could be in a strip club and not even care what they look like. It's about the business. Like they're exactly. they, like, even the girls. Bring your boyfriend. Just all I need you to do is get the job done. I'm like manpower, but for models. Okay, so I actually read that you actually got into this whole talent business when you were 16. Like, how did you get into that at such a young age? Okay, so. I used to, uh, I ain't gonna lie. It was just a dream I always had. I don't know why. Really? I was like, yo, dudes really can't get no females out here. Like, there's dudes that really <laughs> can't get top level females. And I'm like, I'm gonna be a dude that, like, literally would provide the baddest joints out of dudes' leagues to the dudes. You know what I'm saying? It started off like that. And then my man brought me in because, like, I always had heat. Like, like every girl I ever dealt with was he. Hold on, go back. What you mean? Like, I want you to be clarified. Yo, I, yo, I used to, like. Bring girls to, like, guys. Like, you mean, like, modeling, right? You know, you don't mean, like. Yeah, like, like, right? like, not, not prostitution, but I wanted to be the okay. dude for all the girls that you, I mean, I wanted to be that guy that you come with the baddies. Like, so they think a dude right. like me that, like, because I'm not really a flashy dude. I'm more of a uh, investor. You see what I'm saying? Right. 
So people don't imagine, don't see me with this type of stuff, but then they actually see me pull it off. Mm-hmm. And also for my my uh, background, like with numbers, I have I'm all about the business. I can mm-hmm. be in any game and just be there for that because I go into moves. Like that's how you have to be. Like if you're at a venue, this is for everybody, any creator. If you're at a venue for business, all you should be doing is networking and on business. Like if you're there for right. fun, you bring your mind off of business, enjoy yourself. But if you're there for business, you shouldn't be enjoying yourself because you might miss that person in the corner that'll put you on ten years. That just you were just supposed to shake his hand and have a vibe, just so when he becomes the CEO ten years later, he looks out for mm-hmm. you and gives you a million dollar job. Right, I agree with you. So pretty much, you must was the guy that a lot of because I know personally for me, right? I don't pay attention to like the flashy guys. I feel like you know guys who are just like you know they got like they look like designer mascots. Yeah, you know what I mean, you got on Dior from head to toe, five or six chains just to go to the, the Bible speaks park. on it's it. Like, yeah, it's like okay, you want attention. So I take it you must was the guy where like girls thought that you was cool and thought that you was dope, like because you really gotta have a great relationship with women in order to have women like trust you. No, it's the fact that I can get money with you with your boyfriend there. Who phone is that? Oh my god, my phone going on. I thought it was I was like, oh, but this one do not disturb. Oh, can you see it? I'm putting it on I just did that. I'm sorry. Okay, we just gonna edit that out. So, so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and um, re-answer that question so I can edit it out. So, I take it that you were the guy that women felt comfortable with, because I know personally for me, you know, there are a lot of creepy guys out here. Too many creepy guys. Yeah, there's feel like some. Okay, I'm gonna give you all some ladies some bad news. Just off of what you're saying, ninety percent mm-hmm. of the photographers and stuff like that are in it for the women. A lot of DJs, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like that, they're in it for the females because the business comes with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then you got dudes that's in it for the the business. That's the dudes you rock with. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're, they're not even looking at you. I, I used to have 10 girls, like, half naked around me. I'm not even looking. All I'm doing is changing 2010s for 201s just so we can alternate and keep it moving. I'm not even looking up. It's not right. that you got to have that mode and lock in. Like, Because at the end of the day, if Shorty has a boyfriend, what does that have to do with you, with her hosting an event for you? That's the problem with right. dudes. Be trying to give Shorty's uh uh what is it a deal like a like it's like a way that I'm not a deal but like I'm gonna give you a booking to hope in my mind that I can try to talk to you later. Shit, I'm saying right. so. When she comes with a boyfriend, he don't really want to rock with her business wise anymore. That makes sense. It'd be a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But you gotta have that mindset. Oh. With who you bring, all you have to do is perform the work, and we both get money, and it can, we continue the relationship. I don't care who you bring, as long as you do the job. And he's not in the way because at the end of the day, a lot of girls mess up their bags by being clicky with their boyfriends at the host event. You're there to host, not be in a relationship. You're there to be sell the eye candy. You shouldn't have your boyfriend there because you want dudes like you. That's how people spend more money. Hmm. So what was your life like growing up? Like, did you grow around a lot of women, sisters? Like, what made you be like a guy that was like respectful towards women? Because I'm pretty sure you had to have women around you or men around you that taught you to be like that? Okay, so I got three sisters. So I've seen how they, I got three sisters, older sister, Shamise. I got my younger sister, Yana, my younger sister, Maya, Maya right? So I've been around mm-hmm. the females, but I always, I'm a Leo. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 love, the love energy, you see what I'm saying? I'm a lover, you feel me? 
So I like heat. Mm. I love beautiful women and both like powerful women because I'm a powerful dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I love powerful women and I always had heat. You know what I'm saying? So, but then everybody be like, because I can see how people gravitate to me because I always had beautiful women and beautiful women carry in packs. You barely see a nine with a six. You see what I'm saying? So if you see a, mm. a, a back, I always got a nine or a 10, eight to whatever around there, around it. the dudes want to be around me because their friends be around and they're heat too. And not only are they heat, they're business minded. I deal with mm. cyber engineers and stuff like that. I deal with all types of women because I'm on a high frequency. So when you're always on a high frequency, you're going to track that level. You know what I'm saying? So what is it like to get into that type of industry? Like, are you able to make, um, a career off of it where you're able to survive it started off a little rough it started off a little rough because it was like mm-hmm. i was a talent scout i'm okay i'm gonna tell you what the deal was i used to work for the strip clubs and they used to give me when i was when i first started i used to like bring three girls a night for a hundred dollars a day so that wasn't bad mm-hmm. like seven hundred dollars a week i was doing it every day but the castle is getting serious females you know what I'm saying? Right. And like a lot of like a lot. And also, and me being a person that is good because I'm the delivering a product or whatever like that. I'm liable. I was driving. Uh, I probably did a thousand miles dropping strippers off at venues in Maryland. Wow. Like bro, bro, I can name all the strip clubs I, I would drove to. I drove to uh, Stadium in D.C. I stole to Baltimore and Lust, Harrisburg. I was at the S Club every Friday doing bringing three strippers there in Harrisburg. Wow. I was doing. I was bringing four models up to uh, Times Square, in New York, for photo shoots and getting them published. You know, what I'm saying, getting them published in more, uh, magazines and stuff like that. And, and ladies get published so you can charge more. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. because you got to look at like this. This is some good advice for any lady doing any business. For real. okay, so if I walk up to you and I want to book you, and I'm you be like, I, I charge three hundred dollars, whatever. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. what did you? Do? And you just, I'm just pretty. Blah 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 blah. Right, but yeah, I can't same question. I'll be like, yo, how much did you charge? You'd be like 300 because I'm in this magazine, I'm in this movie, I didn't did this, I didn't did that. You see what I'm saying? Then now the dude has to mm-hmm. respect you and actually increase your work. Like, if the more you invest in yourself and the more accolades you build on yourself, the more you can charge. Mm, okay, so pretty much you invested a lot of your like, time. How old are you? I'm 30. Oh, okay. We're the same. Stop. You born in I'm 14, but you got to think about it. I'm 14 years in. So you born in 1991? Two. Okay, August 1992. 1992. Okay. Leo gang. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You started when you were 16. Okay. So, mm, could you remember back in the time? I remember like videos, music videos. They really used to pride themselves on having the most beautiful, the most baddest women. So looking at the industry back then, what it is now, like, what is the drastic change that you have noticed amongst the girls and the industry? There's not no physical money. Like what I mean by physical Mm. money, doing your local events and actually being there, there's no money in that. The money's in the internet, so get your skits together and get your YouTube right. Because they're going to get a big bag from YouTube. You're just going to end up in the local circle where, let's just say there's five major venues in your city, right? Once you get booked by those five, you think they're going to book you again if they're booking talent, new talent all the time? You're old now. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Rather than you booking skits and now you're getting paid on the internet and also like, like that and then you build yourself up. But once you're lit, you're going at, they're going to pay you locally a lot anyway. So wait to do the local team. 
don't burn yourself out to go on show hair, show hair, show hair. And then all of a sudden they're like, yo, her again. Mm. Okay. So now I would take it as it's more easier for these women to be able to reach a worldwide audience, right? Because we have all types of platforms. Mm. You know what do you think about OnlyFans? OnlyFans is is elite. If you if you were on your business mind, there's girls making bags. Like I'm not a hater. A lot of these joints are getting hit for free. Keep it a buck. They getting winded down and getting hit and throw to the side, right? But these joints are sell- wow. these girls are selling their feet pictures for a hundred dollars a pick. So don't step step your cookies up. You know what I'm saying? I rock with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's the end of the day. If you're doing it right, but don't expect on other thing it's a catch twenty two because don't expect niggas to respect you. We could just uh like when you're when you're when we can get your right, we can get pictures of you naked cheaper than Netflix. Wow. Your subscription nine ninety nine. Netflix costs more than your news. Keep it a buck. Now, since the industry has like changed and now everything is more digital, like does that cut out the actual talent managers now? Like, what is it like for yourself and yeah, other all, people actually, are in it? it better because now we have access to more. We just become mediators and uh, like industry broker. I mean, like, like that's what I'm really am. Like the best way to explain it, I can link you with anybody, anybody. Like, like that's what that's how you become because now your reach it be, expands. Because all you have to do, like, is really reach out. Because if you're a talent manager back in the day, you only have access to local women. But now, right. if you got the right game and you get and you say, you exercise your game, like my my like my OG say, always exercise your game, fellas. If you see a nice joint, say something, say say that joint. You know what I'm saying? And you be like, then she say, oh, mm-hmm. whatever. Then you be like, okay, I caught because this came at her different. So next time you exercise your game, you looking at you you coming at it from a whole nother level. Always exercise your game. But anyway, like I said, when you get back to the uh, now on the Internet, you can exercise your game and get some chick that got a BBL. Y'all could take it to the moon. You good. When you say exercise your game, like what is that like code for? No, that's really what you're doing. Like, let's just say I talked to a female the first time. I said some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. I froze. And then the next time you do it again. And you exercise your game. You mean like now, pretty now you, much like preparing yourself. You got to exercise like here to talk. Like even with this interview, you're doing you're a couple. Yourself. Huh? You have to work with her, right? Go ahead. You mean like pitching yourself to work with her? Like you come in the DM, like, hey, I think you're dope, such like that. I would love to work with you. You mean something like that instead of coming in the DM, like, like hey, you I'm say, saying like, like when you see something like I out, like if you want to say practice, like doing what you do, like on the internet interview. You're way better after your hundredth interview because you exercised your game. That your game is what you're doing. You see what I'm saying? Mm, okay. That's I guess that kind of metaphor. Like, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, if if you do a hundred your first interview, you exercise your game the first time. You feel what I'm saying? And then you was probably fumbling, mm-hmm. you didn't know your lighting probably was crazy. You ain't even probably know nothing about lighting, about the comments, about the lives, how to watch the live and how to also wave while still being for without, without looking on the screen and stuff like that. But that's, that comes mm-hmm. with exercising your game constantly. It's all about repetition and uh, elevating okay. every day. Okay. Now, as you move forward, I'm pretty sure it's a dark side to this industry like it is. Like, what are some dark things that you have seen in the industry that made you be like, oh, that's some wild shit? Like, like, like as in what? Because I've seen some crazy stuff. Like, okay, so 
when it was when it a lot of people look at it like okay these women are getting money these guys you know they are able to bring these women to these particular places they all all them getting money everybody looks happy but it could be like an issue where you know you don't get your money you know what i'm saying or a woman you know oh, is, you know the craziest thing you know, too, like, like, like a lot of times i see a lot of strip clubs i'll be seeing it i like like i said i like I learned how to like read lips from being in a strip club. Gotta watch my girls because dudes like to grab. But another thing too, if you want to be a stripper, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you got to be built for this and a lot of ladies can do this, you got to treat a slobbery old man like your boyfriend. Whether he looks dirty, old in a wheelchair, you got to treat him like he's your boyfriend. And a lot of dudes can't just randomly be on random men that look crazy consistently also, and also a lot of dudes like to grab and stuff like that. You know, you feel when you grab and say, ask you for offers. It's all like, because they're, like I said, pimping and the sec- that's all the sexual industry. So people automatically right. think you would, oh, like whether they, they sexualize you, whether they, whether you right. sell it or not, they look at you as long as you have that stripper title, you sell it. Same thing. As long as you're on OnlyFans. You can't be on OnlyFans and expect dudes to look at you like the joint at the church. Nah, they're going to look at you with some random thought joint that's nasty and it might be a crazy wild night because she looked like whatever she was doing on the joint drew your attention. You see what I'm saying? But it's never going to be a long-term thing. You're never going to take her serious or respect her because she's not even respecting herself. But I just told you, her subscriptions are $9.99 and her news and her private and her doing all this crazy stuff is cheaper than Netflix. So, being that you have worked directly in this industry, do you think it's a respectful industry? Hell no. Okay, so you admit, you know, that it's not a respectful in- industry. Okay. But they're not respecting themselves. Because at the end of the day, a woman is supposed to walk with that mannerism. Nobody's supposed to see nothing but your man. That's why I, I grew up around Muslims. They don't even show their hair to do body outside of their house. You know what I'm saying? Oh. That's the woman we respect. Okay. To ask you this question, you know, because people are gonna be watching, and I know I got a lot of women audience. So if you know that these women, if you feel, because I, I feel like stripping is art, okay, but you feel like these women are not respecting themselves, like so. But you're working with them, and you're making commission off of them. No, so they're not. Like, I'm not saying they're disrespecting ourselves. I'm just saying they're not getting respected by men at all. Because I know, okay, dudes, okay. That, like there's this, like my, I know homeboys that if you're a stripper. You're nothing. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. It's like I know people that think like that. They don't really value strippers. No dude was thinking, oh, I'm gonna wipe her up and make her my my family. So I'm gonna give her my family. I'm not saying there's not dudes that are, but a lot of them dudes it be business situations. She making money, and then he can probably show her to other situations where they making money together in other situations. You feel what I'm saying? He might be a dope boy that spend a lot, and she might be, you know what I'm saying? And he goes, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you're saying now. Okay, now looking back, like who are some memorable people that you have worked with? Because I know you mentioned this, you yes. worked with a lot of people, and you're the my go-to high guy. Recently, you know? my high school crush recently, A. Marie. She, I just reached, I met her. She's 43, looking 24. She is elite still. You know what I'm saying? Jazz from Fresh Prince, uh, Rowdy Rebel. We did an event with Fabio Foreign. Uh, what was the last one? We're about to do Jagged Edge. I'm gonna meet Jagged Edge. We did RL from yeah, Jagged Edge. I can't wait to meet my guys. I got here Promise Live. I got here that. That's my dream. But and, yeah. anyway, RL from Next. We just did with him. We did a jump with him. Styles P. Uh, we was RL from Next. He was with Donnell Jones. That was my guy. I got to meet him. 
Uh, well, who else? Uh, Little Mo, Mario. My cousin, he used to uh, choreograph for Chris Brown in Virginia. He's dope. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My cousin Calvin. Yeah, uh, he used to choreograph for Chris Brown. I got to meet him once at an event that my cousin was dancing at. He's fire. I met Little Dirk when he only had two songs. My cousin brought him out for his birthday. He only had This Is What You Want. And he had 52 bars of the freestyle. He only had two front. He did him and G Herbo. I got to meet him. Well, uh, French Montana, our security got into almost a, a situation with their security, French Montana. But it was good, though. We I delegated. That's what I do. Delegate, make sure everything goes good. Because at the end of the day, if you see my face, you know it's going to be a great event. And it's, I'm going to show y'all things that y'all never seen before as long as y'all don't mess it up. Like we throw parties at the ba- like our Halloween party at the baseball stadium inside the press box. Oh, that's dope. Vamp Life Eleven. Now, where are you? 11. Like, are you in Philly? Nah, yo, you got another thing too. Everybody think you from Philly when you when like they're one like when you go to the West Coast. Like I just had to like, jet for it. Like I'm from New York. We two hours away from Philly. Oh, you from New York? I'm from York, York, Pennsylvania. Oh, yo, you found none of them up north. Yeah. From the West Coast, they hear any type of accent that sounds up north. They think everybody from New York. Yeah, everybody think for like if you from you say you from PA, you from Philly. And I'll be like, yo, I'm from York. And then the next time when they introduce you to this, my man from Philly. It's like, oh no, I'm not from Philly. Like, but York, I'm from a small town, forty thousand people. So I learned what it's like to come from nothing. We don't have no uh, like where I, like my mindset was always like this. I want to be that door, like because where I grew up, forty two thousand people. We don't got no big mega st- uh, mega uh, superstars that live down the block and or nothing like that. But I want to be the access to open that to because there's a lot of talent out here, and I'm that person mm-hmm. that show that talent because I want people to not get looked at. Even if you do do hits or you do out there shooting or whatever, you you out there doing all type of crazy stuff. But when you come on Canty Radio, your artist this. You're not murderer, you know what I'm saying? You're not shooter. You're, you're. Right. I'm here to show your talent, and that's how I became like sacred out here. Like where I grew up at, it's four sides. Like I do to walk up to you, like, well, where you live at? Like where where you live at? I just moved out here. You telling where you live? And he gonna swing on you. Like that's what it was like in my area. Like I shouldn't ah. be, I shouldn't be a square. I shouldn't have had his mind, you know what I'm saying? But it was business decisions, and it's all left from one decision I made in ninth grade. I, I was at my mm-hmm. high school, you know what I'm saying? I could have fought every day. It's literally in the cafeteria, separated by sides. Like, east side sit here, west side, Parkway, north side. I'm from my west. You know what I'm saying? My brother wanted an OG west, so I'm already, you know what I'm saying? Like, they see me, it's whatever. It's either defend yourself or get beat up. What you think I chose? You know what I'm saying? Right. But then, so even coming through that, like, do you feel like your environment kind of shaped who you are like 100 i feel like because I, I grew up in the hood too so i feel like even to this day like i'm always i don't trust a lot of people i don't even let people in my house you know you just gotta always have your guard up do you feel like you've had to have your guard up in this industry especially being a man who's surrounded by so many beautiful i don't people. hang with industry Me people. Are i don't hang with industry people i ain't with the dudes i, I, right. I grew up with like the thing about where we grew up at you, you didn't like been in situations with brothers, but now y'all brothers are on for life. You know what I'm saying? I didn't got caught with a shorty dealing. I'm talking about the skating ring. I'm seeing some heat. I exercised my game. It worked. 
but she was from the other side and I ended up getting jumped and I had like, and I don't know if y'all ever got jumped before. You're not trying to win. You're trying to fight to get up out of there. That's how many dudes there is. Yeah. There's no possible way you beating 30 dudes up. All you got to do is swing enough yeah. to where you can get back home safe. Cause at the end of the day, that's the goal. Cause there've been, I shouldn't, like I said, I shouldn't be here. Mm. Now, you know, you have went through a lot, but you have created a lot for yourself. You made a name for yourself and you also have KNT Radio. So tell me about how you decided to create your show and your how you actually met your co-host. Okay. My co-host, Queen K, shout out to her, Queen K Homer. So she just started a catering business. She does a lot of model and stuff like that. But the radio show, my homies can't tell me to come out the back. They like, yo, bro, you all, you all you do is develop stars. Become one, bro. That's what he told me. I've been developing kid people for I literally used to go to Forever 21 and get outfits because some girls can't dress. A lot of y'all ladies can't dress. So like there's dudes like me that have you stepping, stepping. So you got style. So you like uh, yeah, I was dressing ladies, like, picking you up, making sure you're on time, making sure no dudes is gonna put hands on you because we get money together. So you with me, we straight. You know what I'm saying? If you got hit and I ain't get hit, like like it's against the rules. You see what I'm saying? I should have got, I should have mm-hmm. went fought to the end so you wouldn't even get hit. You know what I'm saying? If I, you got hit and I didn't, like that's just un- unacceptable movie, bro. Right. So, so how you actually met your um co-host? Because you all, how is it? Because you're a guy, you have a you know female co-host. I always think it's dope when guys have female co-hosts. And instead of men just sitting on the show, I feel like. You gotta be a very confident guy to be able to sit beside a beautiful woman and let her shine too and talk and be heard. It takes a lot of time too. If you wanna be a model agent, there's gonna be a like I ain't gonna hold the first two years like of like of getting like a higher level female. I don't know if y'all ever like okay, when you local, right? You can see a six, seven. But when I start getting consistent nine, tens, like it was kind of hard to, I wasn't sleeping with him, but that's against the rules, but it was like a, a, a lust that shouldn't have been there. It's a hard. So when you been seeing this number now, you know, mention these numbers, like these numbering women, like what do you consider a woman a six and a seven and a woman six that's a seven, ten? Like in okay, your opinion. Uh, six and a seven. Okay, a six is like, she cute, she, she's fire, but then we see a nine, it's like Nikki or something crazy, like like a girl, when she walk in, you know she not from here. Oh, they pay her to come here. You know what I'm saying? You can see them shorties like you like, dang, like shorty elite. Like that's the difference. Elite nines and tens are elite. Like that's what I want. I like I'm an elite person. Like I got I do so much and I help so much and I'm always on positive. So why can't I have something that's positive and beautiful? You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm gonna give her my all because that's just how I am. Leo's a loyal. So have you ever like you know dated or fell for one of these? I mean, you're around oh all these. People. I'm pretty sure. Yo, I mean, I, me personally, it's me having regret that I turned it down. I turned down some heat, fellas, because it's about the bag. I mean, you know, look. I'm like, no, you know, you gotta have. It's not too late to shoot your shot. It's not too late to shoot your shot. Like, but listen, fellas, if you in this game, strippers got stripper friends. That's who I used to smoke. They don't work. Let's just say, okay, let's just say I brought two girls to the party, but they got two other girls, right? The two Mm -hmm. work with me. That's the business. But if the other two want to hit, 
we that's free game because I ain't never gonna see them again. We get you can't okay, hit so the, you can't hit the chick you're doing business with, but strippers that got friends that you're not working with can get hit. So so let me ask you another question, because of course, you know, we, we've already on this topic, okay? So if business-wise, you know, you're bringing the talent, you're working with the stripper, of course, you can't, you know, deal with her. But you have friends, so do you, like, hook your friends no up with these strippers? I don't push no female or I don't stop anything, because a lot of chicks be out here moving. Keep it a stack. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop it. I'm not here to judge you. you I'm here for the, uh get you at this event. What you do outside of this event mm-hmm. doesn't have nothing to do, but I'm going to make sure you conduct yourself KNT entertainment exotic beauty level because we don't we we not are like we don't want to look slutty we just want to perform like you know what i'm saying we don't want right. to want to keep the business going it's about selling it mm-hmm. not actually giving them the whole thing that's exactly fantasy yeah, well, that's what that's, that's what i did I, taught, I used to teach like like i remember i bought a spencer's pole 109 109.99 pink spencer pole and i and i probably trained 10 strippers in my living room and they all gats right now. What? So, like, did you have somebody there? Turned on by. Mm. So, it was like a boot camp. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, real shit. And I was telling a lot of shit, they they had to really deal with my honesty. Because I'm looking at it, would I spend money for this? So when you say honestly, like you're the top, are you the top person? Like on your Joe Jackson, like you ain't doing that shit, right? Do it that's again. that. That's that too much. But I'm like almost there, <laughs> but I'm like right there. Like I'm, I'm more like one liner. Like that's, <laughs> that's not it. Okay. Okay, got it. So, you know, Ashley, you know, moving throughout your career, I'm pretty sure you have, you know, built up a lot of relationships with these girls. Like, you know, being a talent manager, what of a girl, you know, she decided she wants to get another talent manager. I mean, we see how that thing go. People come around. But that's, you know, the the that's why you do Like, if you want to do a business, okay. don't slave her because she can leave and buy her way out of that. Do it like this. Yo, I do a year. Give me a year here and see how you run it at the end. Y'all make money, but you during this year, you can't deal with nobody unless it's a business. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm about to build you. Okay. And when I invest in you, you ain't going to look like the same person you was. And you ain't going to be around the same people you would be around. So, how you gonna shirt me out the deal? I'm gonna put you in circles immediately. My name, like I ain't used my ID in my city in like years. That my face is like I ain't been in line in years, like for real. So you 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 the man? No, let's listen. us. If you the man, bro, be a promoter. No, let's listen. I did. Some, I'm always thinking ahead. Okay, so when I started doing my parties, before I started going digital and working on uh, stuff like that. I, mm-hmm. I book every security in town. So if I don't have my ID, one of those securities is going to be at the door and they want to get booked again. So are they going to check me? They trying to get paid by me down the line. So they going, little, oh, that's a little, you don't need no ID. Like I had a situation, right? And I felt mad good. Mm-hmm. I was in this club, uh, Lancaster called Cantina. I didn't have my ID, but I seen one of the security I booked before working the door, right? Line packed or whatever. And then the nigga come, he come up like, yo, you got your ID. I'm like, nah, he know me. He is like, it was uh, two dudes. One's like 6'6", six, six, 250. I mean, I I got big Muslim brothers. They be scared. Like, they like when I be going to these venues and I be protecting ladies, like, the, the, the venue dudes be like, okay, is that enough security? Yeah. I want you to feel safe in here. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want people to come into a fantasy, candy land, you know what I'm saying? 
all heat in here. Beat me with something weak, pull me to the side. You know what I'm saying? Like, all heat. But anyway, right? I had my man, Big Tony. He's like six eight, bald head. You know what I'm saying? Barry came from the military. Anyway, right? So he like, uh, how you know this guy? Yeah, he like, yo, I wish you to work with him. Nah, you bugging. I used to work for him. And everybody in line was like, I'm mad little. I'm five five. And these two big ass right. niggas just told you they work for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm, now, it seems like you have built a name for yourself and a reputation, you know, in your city. Like, what are some goals that you have for yourself moving your forward? You know, what's the end goal for your store? Because right the now, we know where you are now. Be like, like the voice of my city. Like, I want to be the voice of my city. Like, okay, when a, uh artists go to New York, right? They got to stop by certain places. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want every artist that's coming, they be like, damn, we got to get through KT Radio before we leave, bro. We have to. You see what I'm saying? Like getting on the Breakfast Club, people got to do that to promote the album. You see what I'm saying? I want KT Radio to be that spot where you be like, damn, like I have to go over there or I'm late. Like if I come over here this way, I got to stop through there to promote my shit. And I'm a real one. Once you come on my show, you're going to want to talk to me again. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know, I believe in anything. That's why I like asking people this towards the end of the interview, because I feel like if you say it, it's going to come true. I feel like you always yeah. got to have a, a end goal. Like, you right in the end of your own story. You're not letting nobody else. Now, of course, before we get towards the end, I got another one for you. If you can title um, a book about yourself, anything, what would it be? Oh man, your story. Like, that's a good ass story. I gotta think about it. that's a good question. If I can name what would it be? The movie, it'll Ed, Ed, Ed just be uh, the eyes. Oh, I want to, okay. I would literally want to show it through my eyes. Like, and you would see the shit that, the shit that I seen, bro. It that allowed me to be numb into this business and see all the stuff, like, watch how people can literally. Oh. Like, I didn't see, okay, the craziest thing, now that I thought about it, goes back to it. I didn't see huh. a guy did this to my mans. Like, real shit. In New York, nigga thought he was signing a deal. Bull goes to the highest top penthouse, right? Signed the deal. Bull, like, boy, he called uh-huh. me Bull in the penthouse, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I was like, damn, so Bull doing all right? That sounds like a good business deal about to happen. You know, you on the 200-something floor right now. Like, I, yo, go ahead, big step, or, you know, I'm going to get my man popping for the interview, whatever, get him energy right. You know what I'm saying? So he goes in there, signs the deal, and then he comes back. Like, yo, I didn't hear from the nigga again. After he signed the deal, didn't hear from Bo again. A week later, didn't hear from him in two weeks. He called me like, yo, Bo, blah, blah, blah. You called his number for me. Bo called. It was different. Like, number wasn't there. So he goes back to the, the building. Why was it an office space? Like, he rented that just for that meeting. And made it look like he owned the building. And got him to sign and sign a slave deal and all that. Like, like, yeah, like Bull couldn't make no music or couldn't make no money for a year without giving him half or he can be sued. He couldn't make no money like what it is. Like New York is different. Like there's the big stuff. Like, ah, you know what? <laughs> like, they literally look you know? at you with a smile, right? And an artist. 
Know your business, I'm telling you, I've been in circles where I've seen people train to say the N word, white, black, uh, I mean, white people, in the shows. You know what I'm saying? The Fox and like the shows and like the media, they go say names or whatever. Not usually the Fox, for example. I didn't see people be close to say the N word and the C word. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same company. You see what I'm saying? They're promoting the what you did, what like getting y'all to do that type of stuff. Like I've been in circles that's like, seen stuff that like this is so wrong. But it's making you so much money. Like people come up to you and literally smile on your face and tell you they love you and now they own you after you sign the paper. And now then they show you who they really wow. are. Like I, it's real demons out here. Like, so if you want to get into the entertainment industry, you got to stay prayed up, bro. It's demonic is ran demonic. A lot of this stuff is ran like evil. Like it's ran by like, a lot of evil news. Like, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of drug, that's a lot of money back in. So anything with a lot of money, cause you can make billions off of it. You know what I'm saying? Kanye worth 10 billion off of music. So anything with a lot of money is a, is a lot of danger. That's just how life work. Any city with a lot of money wow. in it, the steppers are stepping, stepping. Like you can't be part of nobody else. Like, okay. So the best way to explain it is to with, with Donald Trump, right? He didn't take no donation money. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have to follow any orders. If I would have took donation money, if he would have took donation money, right, he would ha- he will be liable to do certain mm-hmm. things or they're going to stop funding them. They can threaten to pull. You see, you see what I'm saying? They can threaten to pull the money back, which funding his campaign. No, you don't do this. Oh, I'm taking my money back. You see what I'm saying? But if you fund your own stuff, mm-hmm. you have full, keep 100 percent creativity and rights. So you can never like Dave Chappelle turned down 50 million because he they wasn't going to give him the rights that he did. You know what I'm saying? He would have been owned and type of stuff like that. Right. You got to be able to walk away too. walk away from whole shit. It ain't that important. Right. Any amount of money ain't worth no whole shit. Bro. Right. It's not worth your peace. Like it might sound good. It ain't. It, and also, if you a right. promoter on here, I call it the game gods. That, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's what we call it out here. Okay. If you if you put in money into something, right? You might have put money into it. But if the event goes on, you're gonna have to put more. Let's just say you put a thousand into it, but you have a twenty thousand dollar artist and nobody's selling buying tickets or that's, that's uh not even buying tickets, like people are rescheduling. You change the date. You know what I'm saying? That's one red flag. You know what I'm saying? If you see a couple red flags, mm-hmm. take that thousand dollar loss. Like I've been in a situation right. where I put five grand up on a party and 10 people came and I made 200 back. But my artist, but if you're going to, mm. you got to take that loss like a man. And that's how I became like people respected me more because at the end of the day, nobody was there, but none of my people left unpaid. You got to be able to take that loss. Right. That's right. Because a lot of people will tell their artists not to come and that's false advertising. That's whole shit. And then uh, that's the type of people we get up out of here. Because at the end of the day, if the, there's six yeah. people that pay for that artist, they're going to get that what they pay for. 
whether I lost or not, the wow. customer gonna get what they paid me for. So down the line, they might tell 20 people to come. They just want this. They might've been the people that just wanted to see what it would have been. See how you acted. See if they rock with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel if you care about your craft, then you got to show. I think it was recently, like the baby, he canceled. No, he didn't cancel the show. They canceled the show, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In Louisiana, the baby. Yeah, yeah low ticket sales. I think um, that's different. You can cancel, you cancel before, the show? long as you don't, long as you don't actually have the show, and then cancel the artist when you see nobody's there. Right. I didn't see that. Well, I didn't see that in a couple mm. of shows. Like, like, uh, well, like I don't want to say the artist's name because he's pretty big right now. But a lot of shows with him, it's been like that. Like, you see what I'm saying? Because of how much mm. he costs. And it don't got nothing to do with him. It has to do with the promoters. Because they, let's just say, main man probably costs 50 bands right now. The dude I'm talking about, right? I don't want to say who it is because you can kind of see who he's been working with. And then it might be bad on them. I don't want to throw shade. This is about positivity. This is just a learning lesson, right? So... He doesn't mm-hmm. say main man costs 50 bands because he has Grammy nominations or whatever, right? Okay, so you probably mm-hmm. gave him 25 to lock the day in, and then you probably spent another 7,000 on. And also, if, uh, I got a rule. If I'm doing a party, I write down 10 things that, that can possibly happen bad from the rip. Mm-hmm. It might sound weird, but four of those things is probably going to happen. It's going to be some weird stuff that you're going to have to run back for. You have to manage your emotions around a lot of people because they're going to be asking for a lot of things. It's kind of anxiety. The security needs this. The girls need this. We need one's hair. The bartender needs this. You have to sign a contract for liability. So everything that's broke is on you. So you can get sued from the venue. You have to make sure nobody's fighting because of a fight, like because they shut your venue down, you'll cause money. And also, you're hoping if you make your money back because you didn't put 5000 up. It's a lot of anxiety. Oh. Oh. You don't open my eyes. I'm pretty sure everyone else will be watching his eyes, the whole, you know, different industry than past guests and stuff. But tell us how we can keep up with you with your social media, your website, and how we can tune into your up-and-coming shows oh, yeah. for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, K-Bronner-CEO is K-B-R-O-W-N-T-H-E-C-E-O, on Instagram, K-N-T-R-A-D-I-O, K-N-T Radio on YouTube. I'm going to be putting more stuff on the user, but uh, right now I got a whole bunch of stuff on Instagram. Look out for my Dan and Life series coming out. My first one is going to be Vigilante. I wanted to get into that before we go and tell you about that. The Dan and Life, it's the first episode that's going to be, be shot uh, at the – my boy is going to be fighting celebrity boxing. My first – Canty Radio is official celebrity fighter. You know what I'm saying? So Vigilante will be fighting with the Canty Radio shorts. You know what I'm saying? At the uh, Orlando event, we'll be live with them. We're going to show him become a champion. If, if, he, if he wins, there's an asterisk there. I'm just saying he's going to win because we manifesting today, like you said. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to show him what he ate. We're going to show this. We're going to actually see somebody possibly become a title champion. And I'm going to be with him the whole weekend, November 4th. Number number 5th at the, uh, what is it, LeBron Sportsplex, Urban Celebrity Boxing. He's going to be fighting the streets for the 130 belt. And we'll be live ringside, giving you the exclusive with my boy Vigilante. And you know that we love Vigilante. Vigilante is very, very confident in himself, so I'm pretty right. sure he's gonna do well. I, I hope he do well. Yeah, if he get beat up. I told well. you, I'm bringing I you. Like I told you, I told him. I said I'm, I'm gonna let Kayla roast you. If you get beat up, I'm gonna. I, I ain't gonna. I'm, I'm gonna get light on you. Can't get beat up. 
on live pay-per-view. Get the pay-per-view, $9.95 right now. But if you book it, the same thing it goes up to But I feel, but take care of my, I feel like if, even if Vigilante do lose, I feel like he'll still get up and be like, like, well, he's gonna take it on the chin. Nah, he's getting like, roasted. I got because he was talking heavy. You know what I'm saying? We, but as you should, I had the face off. If y'all didn't check the face off, right. on my, I had Canty Radio. I had my man Vigilante and the dude he's fighting streets live, dog, talking. They did on him getting it, uh, telling you what that why they think they gonna win and stuff like that. So go on my page and then Vigilante's crazy, but because the streets is one and two, right? Vigilante then brought the two dudes that beat mm. him up on the live. <laughs> what do you like? So we all get, you got to see that live too. Oh Lord! Okay, well I'm actually looking forward to this new series. Is it going to be on Instagram or YouTube? This one's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be more of a show. It's going to be a day in the life series. Okay. Next one I, I'm probably going to do is going to be at the Jagged Edge event. You're going to see my mentor. He just touched 30 years in the game. He told me he did 500 artists. Shout out to Smash Entertainment. You know what I'm saying? He's been brought out Slim. He, I just met Slim from 112, working with him. I was behind the booth with the best DJ I ever seen in my life, DJ uh, Jazz from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, and the reason he's the best before I go is every song that ends, it connects with the next one. Like, and if you hear some that's just the beat they used on a new hit that you was just bumping it. You know what I'm saying? It's all connected, and it's just amazing. Yeah. Shout out to Jazz from Fresh Prince. He good people in real life. That's dope. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for blessing my show. So how was that? Chill, cool, you know. Took no, all right, no, like, listen, listen, we, listen, we got to sit. Listen, if you see me on, on, I rock with you. Yeah.